Hi and welcome, or welcome back, t- to the Harmonic Fuckery Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Napero, and uh, today I want to talk something that's currently going on in my life and that I've been thinking a lot about, and that is my social media hiatus. I am not on social media right now. I've deleted the Instagram app from my phone. I've deleted TikTok from my phone. I even deleted Tinder, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> and... Yeah, I wanted to talk about it, why I'm doing it, what I hope to gain from this experience, how it's been going, because I've been doing this for a couple of days now, and I'm still not completely sure if this is helpful or not, and if this will, I don't know, give me peace of mind, or if it will be kind of annoying not to have social media, I don't know for how long I will do it, so yeah, I'll just try to explain to you my thought process, and Maybe some of you can relate because I think a lot of us, we spend a lot of time on social media and a lot of us see the benefits of it, but a lot of us are also very aware of the downsides of social media usage and how we spend way too much time on these apps and how we mindlessly scroll (laughs) our free time away and how it kind of fucks up our attention span and how we make ourselves kind of dependent on likes or shares or whatever and yeah I feel like um, we as a generation if if I can talk about it like that I think that's kind of kind of a bold statement but I think we as a generation have a very like ambivalent relationship with social media because we kind of sort of almost grew up with it and we definitely experience the excitement of all these new apps and all these new things you can do with social media but we also are very critical of it and we're a lot of the time like jokingly saying oh I'm so addicted to my phone but we actually know it's true true and we actually know it is kind of harmful for us um so yeah I just wanted to do a little deep deep dive into this and I also wanted to talk about what social media means to me as an artist because um I think me as like a private person I would probably not be on any social media but the reason I even made all these profiles is just for my music so I'll also talk about that and how as an artist you're kind of dependent on social media so I think for me social media really started being a big thing in my life when I was I think 12 maybe I think I was 12 And I got my first Facebook profile. I'm not sure if I had to lie about my age. I don't know um, when you can like legally get a Facebook account. But back then um, I signed up with like a a fake name because my parents said the only way we let you have a Facebook profile is if you use a fake name because we don't want your um, personal data out there. And back then that was pretty easy I think they added a lot of like safety features to make sure people aren't signing up with uh, bullshit names but back then it was not that hard and I just lied about my age I think and I just made this profile to sometimes like share some nice photos like from vacation or something and to mostly just connect with my friends so I was never somebody who like called their friends in the afternoon after school I was way too shy for that. I had a bit of a phobia of um, being on the phone with people. So it was like really beneficial for me to have this option of chatting with people in like the Facebook messages. 
like the Facebook Messenger. That was like my most used feature and I would just text back and forth with these people because I didn't have a smartphone. I think a lot of people already had one. I didn't have one. Um, so that was like my, my line of communication to my peers was uh, the Facebook messages. Um, and I spent a lot of time like messaging people and it was so fun. And that's what I remember. And then at some point it became a whole different thing and people stopped. I, I remember uh, specifically people stopped over the years posting stuff about themselves. I saw people just like tagging each other in like stupid spammy pictures. Like these pictures that are like tag a friend who always chews their food very loudly and then they would tag each other. And it was never, it was not interesting anymore to be on Facebook and it became this this uh, mom plat platform <laughs> because my, my mom was definitely on Facebook and it was it became like the social media platform of older people so I wasn't active there anymore but then I pretty much immediately joined Instagram um, because that was like what everybody was into and I joined and I think I didn't really post that often I didn't post music it was just my personal account and I always felt like um, I always felt like I didn't really have pictures to post because um, it started to be this way that, that we know now that these pictures on Instagram are like so curated and so edited and they're like made perfect and they're not not that realistic when you compare them to real life. So I always kind of felt like, what do I have to, to add to this platform? I have nothing. Like, my life isn't perfect. And I don't even know why I was on Instagram. And I, and I think I wasn't very active. But then, like, everything changed when I started, uh, like, releasing my own music. I mean, I'd made music before and I'd posted, like, one or two videos on Facebook back in the day of me playing the guitar and singing a little cover song. But... It had never been something where I was like, I have this specific goal of having this amount of followers. I have a specific goal of like this video reaching a lot of people. It was never that. I was just sharing it with my friends. But as soon as I started to take music a little bit more seriously, um, of course, I came across all this music marketing advice. Because once I started working on my music a lot more and I tried to produce some stuff and I, and I tried to put my songs like on streaming platforms like Spotify it suddenly felt very serious and it felt like well if I'm doing all of this so seriously and so like in this like legitimate way then I don't want it to be for nothing I want my music to reach people so that was my thought process and I looked up like all these <laughs> all this music marketing advice and of course the one thing you always hear as an independent artist is you have to do social media marketing so I made like uh, uh, Instagram profile for myself I decided that that would be the platform that I would try to grow on and I also I think I made a YouTube channel and I wanted to make YouTube videos to gain a following so I had these two platforms and that was back in the day when I had a different artist name I called myself Bordolemi uh, which is like a weird artist name but uh, I couldn't think of anything better back then it was because <laughs> Some some psychologists and psychiatrists thought that I might have borderline personality disorder and 
My nickname in school in my friend group was Lemmy, so I'm, I turned Borderline and Lemmy into Border Lemmy, and that was my artist name. And the songs are still out there, so you can still listen to them if you're interested. Um, but at some point I decided this name wasn't what I wanted anymore. And I think at that point my Instagram following was around 150 people, I guess, or like 130, so basically nothing. But I had put a lot of effort into gaining this, this amount of followers. Um, because I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't have like this built-in friend following of like 400, 400 people that some people have, which is a great starting point, but I didn't have that. Um, so I basically had to build my account from zero. I had like 20 friends who followed me and, and every other, every single one of these other followers was somebody that I found and that I attracted to my content. So I was kind of proud that I had even gotten more than 100 followers but at some point I got like really tired and burnt out because I tried to follow all this marketing advice and it felt like if I want to do this right this would be like a full-time job or at least a part-time job and I already have um, like a full-time call like not a, it's not a job but I'm like a full-time college student and I'm also trying to make music which is probably also counts as a part-time job and then I also have this whole marketing thing that's also like basically a part-time job. Like, I'm sorry, but the day only has 24 hours, um, the same as it is for everybody else. Like, I don't know how to do all of this. Um, so I got really burnt out and I tried for a while. I was like pretty consistent with my posting and I had like these posting schedules where I would try to post like three times a week on certain days and I planned like a month in, ad in advance and I... Um, I looked for like ideas for what to post like a month in advance and it was all very organized and um, I was very consistent but it didn't last for that long because it was so much effort and so much time going into this thing and the results were not that great as I said I just went past I think at just above like 130 I think I was like at 100 35 or something I don't know maybe I maybe I even reached 150 but like what that's not a big difference like nobody cares <laughs> that is not a big following and I think on my YouTube channel it was even harder because I get really awkward talking in front of the camera and it feels so unnatural that's why I do this podcast now because it's so much easier for me than sitting in front of a camera because I always felt insecure about the backdrop of my videos because my room just doesn't look interesting as like a filming background it just looks shitty and the lighting for some reason is always shitty no matter what I do and where I put my camera and what kind of light I add I even have like this ring light because people tell you like you need some artificial light but it should look good for like photography and for making videos so I bought this ring ring light and I think it's kind of good but still like the background and the lighting still looks shitty so I always felt so insecure and I also felt very insecure about the way that I acted on camera because um, when I edited myself I could see like all these little like nervous habits that I had of like touching my hair all the time or touching my ear all the time I I think in one video I saw myself like touching my ear like 20 times and it drove me crazy I felt like I couldn't post that video and um, yeah, so basically YouTube made me way too, way too nervous and I also tried to have a posting schedule there. I tried to post once a week, um, but it didn't, yeah, I also kind of ran out of motivation and out of ideas and I felt like I wasn't doing anything right. 
there, but I think I got around 20 subscribers on YouTube on my channel. But then, as I said before, I decided, like, I don't want this stage gym anymore. I don't want to be... Um, I don't want to be seen as somebody who is like defined by borderline personality disorder because at that point I wasn't even sure anymore if I had this disorder because um, my therapist had said before that I probably have this but at that point she was like oh maybe you don't have it maybe that was just temporary and I also felt like even if I have this I don't want to define myself through this uh, through this mental health disorder so I didn't want to have that in my name. And I also kind of wanted to get rid of the nickname Lemmy because it just reminds me of like old times and an old friend group that I honestly didn't have a great experience with. I mean, I had some great experiences with them. That's why I was friends with them, but it didn't really end that well. And it's just, it's like the old me. Like I don't want to keep calling myself that nickname that I had in that group because, yeah, I don't know. It's just... It doesn't feel like me. So I tried to come up with a new name. It took some time to come up with that. And during that time, I was working full time because part of my college degree is doing an, a whole internship semester where you work full time uh, somewhere. Um, and I had a very horrible internship experience. It was completely draining me of all my energy. And that was... Um, in that winter where everything, like the whole world was, in lock was on lockdown and there was like no way you could like safely see your friends or do anything fun. So I was already like so depressed and then I had this very depressing full-time job and it was basically, it was dark when I woke up, I went to this horrible job, it was cold all day, I felt horrible, I hated everything I did. And then when I went back home it was already dark outside again and the day was pretty much over and I got like so depressed. So I completely st stopped um, doing anything for my music, not just because I had less time, but also because I didn't have any energy or motivation for it. So I kind of just stopped. And then I changed my my artist name to Ray Junipero. Um, it's just because I really like the first name Ray. I think it's a really cool name. <laughs> and I think it kind of matches my personality, whatever that means. And Junipero was um, because of the Netflix series Black Mirror. There's this um, episode that's called San Junipero. It's like this... I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so <laughs> I'm not going to talk specifically about what it is. But it's kind of like this queer love story and it's like really cute. So I thought that Junipero it just has a ring to it. That's I guess that's why they called that small town San Junipero because it has a nice ring to it, so I just used Junipero as a last name, and that's how I came up with this. Um, and then, so, I, yeah, I could have just changed the name of my Instagram profile, like, that's an option, so I could have kept all my followers, but I kind of wanted to start fresh. I had this big urge to just start fresh and do everything differently, and I also knew that... Um, on my Spotify page, like, I don't think it's possible to change your artist name there. So, I or, I, I mean, I was working with a very bad distributor. I don't think this distributor could have handled it, that I changed my stage name and I can keep all my songs. Like, that was not possible, I guess, or it was at least not very 
not very easy and it was not like the practical thing to do so i just started everything fresh i had a new spotify profile and no uh, a new <laughs> instagram profile i had i just did everything new i made a new email address um all of that so um yeah that was a decision and it was really scary because i was like shit um i'll have to start over again i haven't even i didn't even managed to get a lot of subscribers or followers but still like starting from zero and getting all these followers again like the first hundred or the first 200 are probably the hardest um at least that's what i've been told so that was frustrating and i didn't feel motivated to put a lot of effort in because i still remembered like the last time that i did that with the border lemmy profile it took so long and it felt like my efforts didn't really pay off that well um so it was like, oh, not this again. <laughs> um, and that's, that's kind of the mindset that I've been in since I've started these new profiles. And I think ever since I got the new Rage and Apparel profiles, I've never had a real posting schedule. And I always felt like I'm doing this all wrong. Like I'm doing this whole social media thing wrong. I'm also doing the whole music thing wrong. I mean, my productions are better than when I released songs as Border Lemmy because I just improved over, over time. But um, yeah, I'm just not happy with what I'm doing. And this is how we got here. Like This was like my very long way of explaining my relationship with social media. I think I also have to mention that um, I, I've always, I always got a lot of sexual harassment on Instagram. So that kind of made it less fun for me too. Because there were always these like perverted guys who would co just completely objectify me and completely harass me. And I don't know if my other friends that are like women, um, I don't know if they get that too, but I get that a lot. I feel like the Instagram algorithm just kind of places me somewhere where there's a lot of perverted, disgusting guys. Um, because I guess that is the target audience of like my selfies. Whenever I post a selfie, I get like these messages and I get a lot of likes from like these disgusting guys um, who end up harassing me in the DMs. So that also kind of made it worse for me, like not wanting to be on Instagram because every time someone messages me, I'm like, I have to reply. I can't just assume they'll be an asshole. So I'll just reply. Because I don't want, like, I want to score algorithm points because that's what you always hear in music marketing advice. Like, you have to score, like, algorithm points by interacting in any way that you can. So, of course, you have to reply to your DMs. And in a lot of cases, like, the first message that somebody sends me is like, hey. And then I'm thinking, like, I don't know if this is, like, a weird guy or if this is genuinely somebody who wants to talk to me. So I'll reply and I'll accept their message request and I'll text back hi like what's going on or like how are you and then it turns out that they're like a disgusting piece of shit who wants to sexually harass me and then at that point I've already wasted like so much time and effort on them so that is really frustrating and I I've also like gotten a bit of like homophobic comments because I'm like openly queer and I don't hide that but sometimes I just get like disgusting shit sent to me on Instagram that I don't want to get into but yeah it's hard out here <laughs> um 
why am I thinking of this song? Like, it's hard out here for a bitch. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just thought of that. Um, <laughs> I don't even know who that song was sung by originally. It's hard out here for a bitch. It's hard. I don't know who that is from. <laughs> Where was I? Yeah. Um, there are many different reasons why social media is exhausting for me. Um, yeah, that's how I got where I am now. I have a very stressful college semester. I never even tried to build my Rage and Para YouTube channel because I was like not into it. I was not having it. I was like, it never turns out the way I want it to. I don't feel comfortable in cam camera. Like there has to be an easier way to do this. Um, so I didn't do that. And I never really posted regularly on Instagram. I tried to I tried to post whenever I felt like it had been a really long time since I last posted, but it was never a regular schedule. It was I, I never felt like I was being consistent and it was so frustrating and I always felt like I was falling behind. And with my music production, I'm also not doing a lot, but there's no there's no real like schedule that I'm falling behind on because nobody expects a release from me by a certain date. But like the Instagram algorithms... Uh, algorithm expects a post from me by a certain day. So what happened is in my very limited free time, in my very stressful college semester, whenever I have some free time, I ended up making social media posts instead of making music. Because as I said, social media feels like I'm always falling behind because the algorithm is like demanding that I constantly feed it with new posts. Um, and my, my music production software, for example, isn't demanding that I constantly produce music. I mean, it would be kind of good if it did, because then I would be making more music, but it's not, right? The The social media algorithms are like way more like impatient. If they were a person, they'd be very impatient. They're like, give me something new or you'll be irrelevant or like even more irrelevant and you'll lose the couple of followers that you gained through so much hard work. Um, so yeah, that's what ended up happening is that I made these like really rushed and not really thought through um, content pieces and I made these different posts that I wasn't really super proud of. I felt like they didn't really represent me as an artist and I realized like it's hard to make content as a music artist when you don't have any mu new music to share and you're not making music and it, you start to feel like such a fraud and such an imposter because you're not making music but you're trying to market yourself as somebody who makes music like that is so backwards so that's why I decided that at least during like this very stressful semester I'm going to take a social media break and um, try to basically find a new strategy how I can do this sustainably or how I can get through the semester um, sometimes posting some stuff and what what is my strategy and how how does making music fit into all of this and how does my private life fit into this and all these other things that I need to do um so that's why I'm just kind of like taking a deep breath right now that is what my social media hiatus is I'm taking a deep breath I'm trying to make music again and trying to remember what I'm actually here for and what I'm actually what I actually signed up to signed up for when I decided I wanted to be a music artist which is making music and not making stupid social media posts um, I also have a big issue with the fact that on social media it just feels like I'm adding to the noise and I'm adding to the phenomenon that people are that people get like addicted 
and have like the super dysfunctional relationship with like their phone and social media and Instagram. I feel like I'm adding to the noise and I'm adding to the distraction and I'm adding to all this bullshit that takes away people's time and people's attention and that doesn't feel good. So I really have to think of a concept of how I can make content and make myself known as an artist without like adding to the noise and adding to, as I said, the distraction and adding to the um, addiction component of social media. So yeah, just really thinking about how I can really add value when I do all of this. And that's where I'm at right now. And I'm just really trying to not burn out. I'm trying to get through the semester without completely wrecking my mental health. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm not sure yet if it's helping. I think I've been doing, I've been on the social media break for a couple of days now. And I definitely can feel myself like scrolling through the, the apps on my phone and wanting to like automatically click on like the Instagram app. Um, but it's not there. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, right. I deleted that because I didn't want to waste so much time on it. Um, because I haven't mentioned this before, but of course I'm also very susceptible to scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and losing a lot of time, not even making content on social media, but just consuming absolutely pointless content. So that's also an issue. So I can feel myself looking for the Instagram app and then re remembering like, hey, right, I don't have it on my phone anymore. And that's like, I don't, I can't even tell if it's like super like unsatisfying or if it's super, <clears throat> super satisfying to realize in those moments that I don't have the app anymore. I can't tell. Um, and TikTok doesn't really bother me that I don't have it anymore because I didn't really use it that much. Because if you know anything about growing on TikTok and building an audience on TikTok, it's like you have to post like multiple times a day and that is not an option for me. Like I don't think there is a point in me having a TikTok, honestly, um, because I can't do that. <laughs> I can't post multiple times a day. No fucking way. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at and I'm still making this podcast. Like you could say this is like kind of a replacement for social media and it is definitely a replacement for me for my YouTube videos that I used to make that I used to be so unhappy with and where I used to be like so nervous in front of the camera and this podcast is definitely more pleasant to record um, for me than a video and I don't know if this will ever grow I don't know if I will ever get more of an audience uh, but it, it feels good to do this like this podcast feels good I've been doing it consistently every week I think this is now like the eighth episode or something and I've been doing it like per almost perfectly consistently that that sounded weird but you know what I mean <laughs> I've been always I've been almost perfect with my consistency so yeah I'll keep doing this podcast and I don't know yet when I'll be coming back to social media but I know that I have to and that's the other thing that I wanted to talk about as I said in the little intro of this episode like you rely on social media like even if you as a private person decide like social media doesn't give me any joy it's just stressing me out it's not giving me anything any value in my life well <laughs> if you're an independent artist and you want to grow a following or like an audience and you want people to i don't know come to your concerts if you ever play concerts or you want people to stream your music like too bad for you you know you just decided that you 
personally don't want to use social media, but guess what? You have to. <laughs> it's like, of course, there are other ways, and I guess somehow you could somehow make it, but it's like the most common and most researched and the most straightforward way to do, do this, to do this, sorry, to do this artist thing is to be on social media. And it's not like I have anything necessarily against that as long as you're posting things that are like valuable to you and to others and yeah so I'll definitely be coming back the question is just when and with what kind of strategy and um, something very questionable happened to me the past couple of days too and that was that I realized okay now I am taking a social media break I'm trying to produce more music And when I come back, I want to release like a longer project because I've only released two singles and I want to release like an EP, an EP. It doesn't have to be like an album, like a full album, because I don't think I'll be able to make that many songs, but I'll do like an EP with like five songs or something. That is the plan. And um, then I was like, okay, if I do this big project, then I really want to optimize like my reach and my audience. And I want as many people as possible to hear it because I'm putting so much effort in. So I want to do paid ads. So I need Facebook to do paid ads because um, the only way to do ads on Instagram is through Facebook ads. Like that's the only way through the Facebook ad manager. And I didn't have a Facebook profile. So I signed up to Facebook And I tried to check out like this ad manager, tried to figure out how this works just to make sure that I know what I'm doing when the EP finally like comes out. And when it's finally done, then I will know how to handle this, like all the settings in the Facebook ad manager. Like that was the plan. So I signed up and I checked out the Facebook ad manager and then I got two emails within like a couple of minutes to my uh, inbox. The first one was... Um, advertisement is restricted on your account because of suspicious activities uh, and you can um, you can kind of try to fight this claim by I don't know I think it was like I had to send a picture of my ID card and then there was a second email that said your account has uh, temporarily been deactivated because of suspicious activity you can try to Like, I don't know what the correct English word is, but you can, like, basically fight against or you can try to um, defend yourself against these claims by sending it. I think it was a picture of your face. And I did both, honestly, because I just rely on Facebook ads to ever be able to, to do paid ads. Like, I have to have a Facebook ads account. There's no other way. But it felt like so horrible because I know it's fucking stupid to send your a photo of your ID card to to like uh, <laughs> to a, a company like Facebook. Like that's probably one of the most stupid things you could do um, when it comes to like uh, data protection and privacy. Like that is completely stupid, but I had to do it, and it felt kind of bad. And I researched this whole thing afterwards because I was I was like. I haven't done anything suspicious. I don't get why they deactivated me and why I had to go through this whole process. And I found some like forum um, entries and forum forum posts by other people who had asked in some sort of forum, hey, why is this happening? Uh, why is Facebook asking me for my ID? 
Um, and a lot of people commented like, are you stupid? That's why you don't use any Facebook products. You should definitely immediately quit Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp. And um, like basically telling these people like, are you stupid for giving them your information? And I'm like, okay, as a private person, I understand you have a choice. But as an independent artist, you don't have much of a choice. Like you have to be stupid. You have to consciously decide to be stupid and send them your information. And that felt horrible. But as it looks like me defending myself against these claims that I have suspicious activity have been like successful. I've got my account back and I think I can also do ads when, um, when I drop my EP. I think it will be possible. So yeah, <laughs> this is just another thing I wanted to add. Like you kind of have to trust these companies that are like not trustworthy at all. I think that's like a commonly known fact that these companies are not trustworthy and you kind of have to force yourself to trust them because you're at their mercy and you're at the mercy of their algorithms as an artist. And I think that's just kind of absurd, but whatever, I'm trying to make the best of it and I'm trying to come up with a strategy and maybe I'll report back in like a couple of weeks with my new improved uh, strategy, like my music marketing strategy for social media for like busy artists who have like a day job and who are either full-time students or who work full-time. I think that would be fun to tell you about my plans. So maybe I'll report back with that. But for now, thank you for listening. I hope you felt entertained by this episode or that you learned something or that you could relate to anything that I was saying. Thank you for listening and goodbye.